Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. In today's episode, we're going to talk about growing and evolving as a trader, meaning what to start with and how to really develop your future trading style and future trading strategy off of that. We're also going to talk about running tests on kids. Parents, hopefully you'll understand what I mean. Now, if you haven't done so already, make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. Lots of educational resources on the platform. So great that we're actually featured in Forbes magazines and called one of the leaders in innovation when it comes to education or education in the trading space, I should say. So check it out, www.tier1trading.com and enjoy today's show. George says, Ali, I think you're struggling with the fact that you can do anything you want in trading as long as you're consistent with it. Yeah, a lot of people are like that. It's 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 hard to create your own rules as a, as human beings in general, right? Many of us are better off just being told what to do instead of given the freedom of deciding what to do, right? I get that with athletes all the time too. You know, my my coaching philosophy for athletics is the the same as with you guys where it's like hey this isn't kind of a a dictatorship and you do what you're told like we have discussions about stuff and we get some athletes that are like hey they they really want to be a part of the process we're like hey like let's talk about this workout i like when we do this or can we tweak this um there are other athletes that are just like you know, just, just tell them what to do coach like i don't want to make any i, just, I don't want i don't want to make any decisions just tell me what to do and i'll do it so yeah in, in general a lot of us are, are more comfortable in a state like that and and we're, we're i mean we're used to it in, in different aspects of life you know all the way growing up through schooling many parents treat us like that um jobs for example boss gives us assignments we do assignments so it's um freedom is is a gift and a curse right it's just like you know we talk about entrepreneurship is a, a gift and a curse freedom is a massive gift and a curse um because it, it's cool to be free it's cool to be unshackled. Like imagine like a like a dog that is they used to having this electric fence and they're trained. We're like, okay, well, I stay inside this electric fence because that's what I'm supposed to do. As soon as the electric fence is off, right, and they have the freedom to roam around, they can get to, they can get into some trouble if they want to. Um, and it's often difficult. So trading is the same way where it's it's awesome to have this freedom because we can literally mold ourselves and our plan and our strategy and whatnot our business and anything we want but then there comes the doubt where it's like well should i be molding it like this should i be doing that can i do this can i do that so it it is often it is often difficult it is often difficult yeah well that's again going back that's that's one of the reasons i chose cts I needed a, a scoring system to keep me from doing everything. I was doing everything. I was everywhere doing everything. And I, I like the CTS system because I'm like, okay, I have this checklist. Now I can, only, I can only operate within this checklist. At least I had some type of electric fence keeping me kind of calm. I can only operate within this checklist. Or advanced pattern formations where it's like, okay, 
it ha- either if it hits the six one eight, it's a Gartley. If it doesn't, it's not. Like it was, it was. I didn't have much freedom there. I had a little bit of freedom in the identification of the legs. Um, I guess a little bit of freedom. I, I didn't tweak anything at first, but a little bit of freedom in like tweaking, you know, how I handled stops and targets and stuff like that. So there was enough freedom for me to feel like I was, you know, doing something on my own. But it was, I mean, but patterns are pretty, they're, they're pretty caged in, right? Again, aside from the ability to analyze a leg, you're pretty caged in. Like if it hits this level, it is. If it doesn't hit this level, it's not. So I needed that first. And then you kind of inch your way into the freedom. Once you get, once you get comfortable and you start trusting yourself, then you kind of, allow yourself more freedom. And, and that's the normal intuition of trading. We talked about that as well. Um, you have to earn your intuition. You, you can't just be like, oh, I feel this, I think that. No, you have to earn that with experience where you have to earn your right to, I don't want to say break rules, because you, you but adjust rules. You earn your right to become more free, right? Same thing as, as um, what? Raising, raising children. Same way, right? When you're first... You, you, you have your kid out, right? And your kid is a certain age and you're, you're walking on a busy road. What do you do, right? You, you, hold your, you hold your kid's hand, right? Right? You got a young kid, I'm trying to think like age, like age two or three, right? You're holding their hand on any sidewalk, right? Because do you, do you trust that kid necessarily to not run into traffic and get hit? No. So like you're holding their hand, you're holding them tight, you're doing the thing where you're walking on the outside near the road, blah, blah, blah. Right. Then eventually you start teaching your kids some of these rules where it's like, hey, you know, this is the end of the sidewalk. You know, that's a red light. No, that's a green light. That means go. That means stop. You know, look left, right, left. You know, say, you know, my kids, I teach them, you know, they got to they, they look and then they say all clear. Right. And you got to yell all clear. And then you and then you look again and then you go. Right. So you, you do this a little bit while holding their hand. And, you know, and, and they mess up and then, you you know, you teach them, you reinforce it and then eventually they get it. So then, you know, they evolve to the next step where maybe you're not holding their hand anymore, but like maybe you got your your hand on the back of their hoodie, back of their shirt or on their shoulder. And then you test it again. Right. And then no hand, no touching, but you're right next to them. Right. And then, you know, you go through your, your, you know, they run to the street a little bit and you're like, hey, what are you doing? And then, you know, eventually they get it. Well, now you get to the point where eventually and, and I like to do this. I, I am, I am, I like, I'm a tester, right? So I like, I, I trust my kids. I trust my parenting. You know, not, not everyone is the same, but I like running little tests to see what are you going to do? So we'll, we'll be on like, and it won't be like a busy highway, obviously, or anything like that, but we'll be on the street and I'll, I'll let you go a little bit. I'll let you go on your own. And, and, and like, let's just see what, let's just see what you do. Not everyone agrees with this approach. I had a, a fourth grade teacher who was a, What's it called when you're, it's not, it's um, like, what would be the form of like racist or sexist, but like per genders, genderist? No, that sounds too much like generous. Whatever that would be. I don't know the word for that, but she, um, oh, misogynist. That's what it is. Misogynist. Maybe. Okay. I feel like I was, I had back pain the other day and I was, I was looking for that on the internet and, and now it explains the the Google search results that I got also explains why no one wanted to rub my back. Okay. 
But so she had a thing against dudes because and we found out because she was very mean towards the guys to us in class. And we found out because like, again, she had a daughter and a son. She did the same thing. And like her daughter paid attention to the rules and her son like ran into the street and almost got hit by a car. So now she doesn't trust boys and all this stuff. But yeah, you, you let them go. And then you, you, you do a test and you're like, OK, let's let's see how smart you are, kid. Let's see if you stop and let's see if you go splat, right? This is a, you know, I believe in <laughs> what Darwinism, survival, survival of the fittest. Let's, you know, let's, let's see, let's see what happens. And sometimes they, you know, they, they stop. Hopefully, if you told them, if you taught them the right way and you went through the process the right way, you're not, you're not just doing it the second time, but you know, you learn and they look back and forth. They look back at you and like, they wait for like approval, right? So it's like you, 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 you earn your, you earn your freedom. You earn your freedom in everything. We, we spoke about the the sports references as well, where, hey, you're a rookie player on the pitch, you're a rookie player on the field, right? You do what the coach tells you. You don't do anything else, right? You're on the field for the first time. You do only what the coach tells you. There's no freedom. You're a robot. Don't you move outside of your zone. Don't you, don't you do outside of what you're supposed to do, right? But then you fast forward and you're a, you know, a wild veteran. You do whatever you want, right? You think Lionel Messi follows rules? Like, coach, let me roam, right? But he's earned that right over time where you know he's going to do more of the right things. He's earned that freedom. So it, it, it's tough at first. So we, we have to baby, we have to dip a toe into the pool of freedom, guys. We have to dip a toe and then we, you know, our body, our toe adjusts to the temperature of the, the pool. And then we, you know, we put a half foot in there and we, we keep doing that. And on that journey, you make mistakes. Yes, you make mistakes and you learn from your mistakes. But on, on that journey, you learn, you become more confident. And your rules, it's funny, you, you have more and less rules at the same time. You have more rules because you, you've learned more things on the way. But those rules start to loosen a little bit. You give yourself more freedom where all of a sudden it starts off as like price must hit the Fibonacci. If it doesn't, no way I'm not trading. Or like the CTS example I gave you earlier. Price must be at structure. RSI must be overbought. Must have double top. All of these things must happen for me to even think about taking this trade. And then you fast forward 10 years, you're like, ah, no, you know what? I no longer need the RSI to be overbought. Why? Well, because, you know, I noticed that it doesn't really make it a, a, that much of a difference in my trading. So you, you took that rule out. Or, yeah, price needs to be in a Fibonacci zone. As long as we come within like 5% of the Fibonacci, it's good. Or maybe you start, you know, you your your structure zone becomes bigger. Your structure zone becomes smaller, right? But you don't, but you don't do this at once because when you're new, you're going to make mistakes. Right? You're going to make these adjustments that are not they're not going to be real adjustments. They're, you're going to be BS. When you end up making those adjustments, you're making them off of a reason because of years of observation in the market, years of journaling. Right? I was talking to Jason about this. We did the Creator Coffee Break the other day about um, position sizing and money management, and we just spoke about the 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 ever evolving trading plan actually we, we did another one trade plan development before that we, we spoke about the ever-evolving trading plan and it just it, it, you know why does it always evolve well because we're always evaluating and we're always learning we're always becoming more efficient right what business what factory isn't kaizen philosophy continuous improvement there's always something to work on so there's always there's always a way to grow george says um the problem, uh, Kevin says, a person who dislikes, despises, or is strongly prejudiced against women. Would that go for men too, though? Misogynist, going back to the word. 
or would there be a different word for different word for men? Not that it matters. I'm just curious now. I learned new words. That's not fair. How come men have a women have a word and men don't? Chauvinist. I heard that a chauvinist pig. That's for men too, though, right? Men that I guess. Well, there's there's a greater history of men disrespecting women <laughs> than women disrespecting men. So that's probably why we don't have any words yet. But I'm I'm all for equal rights, right? I get disrespected every day. Don't tell my wife. <laughs> Although, in my defense, most of it is brought on by myself as I I complain about losing stuff, and then she asks. Did you check the, the, the counter? I'm like, yeah, I checked the counter. That's the first place I checked. And then she proceeds to check the counter. And the thing that I lost is right there on the counter in plain sight. And I, I slowly leave and covered with all the shame of the day. <laughs> you, you guys have been there. Don't tell me you haven't. Babe, I lost my keys. Did you check? Did you check the hook by the fridge with the sign that says key hook? Of course I did. That's the first place I checked. Well, I'll go check it. And oh, like what if it is there? I didn't actually check. I just said that. Mm, tough. But yeah, uh, real quick, George says, uh, the problem is most people don't want to make those mistakes in trading and want to hit, hit it out the park in the first bat. Yeah. And that, yeah. And that's why, you know, it, that is true. We, we talked about that. I put out a post this morning um, just talking about effort. Um, success is the right amount of effort plus the right type of effort. And then the last part is time. It's not just about, you know, you can put in maximum effort in the maximum kind of direction and you're not going to be successful. It just takes time because you, we have to make mistakes. We have to. We have to. I, I was watching a thing and I'll, I'll end it on this. I don't want to get too ranty, right? I was watching the thing on, of course, the universe and science the other day with Neil deGrasse Tyson. And he was, he was, under, he was kind of explaining like different theories in, in, in science and how like sometimes science gets a bad rap because like all these theories are always changing, right? Pluto's a planet. Pluto's not a planet. Ah, Pluto's a planet again. Oh, there's a bigger planet past Pluto we don't know about, right? And you're like, well, these scientists are stupid. How can it be a planet one day and then like, what, a year later? It's not a planet or years later, it's not a planet. And then a year later after that, it becomes a planet. Again, these science, scientists are stupid. But they talked about scientific theory as just because something, just because you have evolved doesn't make the previous thing wrong. It just means we have more knowledge. So he talked about like Newton's laws, right? You guys familiar with Newton's laws, like motion and all that fun stuff, right? So Newton's laws, right? Newton's laws are, are powerful laws. They, they are still present today. But Newton created those laws with only a certain amount of information. That was a long time ago. Newton didn't have the technology that we have today, right? So when he's thinking of like speed and stuff like that, right? He's generated off, okay, how fast can this horse go, right? Because that's what they had back then. Einstein's laws of like relativity and all that fun stuff and, and, and his, all his research on gravity and whatnot, those are just elevations of Newton's laws taken to a different degree, but without Newton's laws, Einstein's laws aren't created. Now, are Einstein's laws more relative to certain things like space, for example? Yes. Right? Because Newton didn't have that ability. But does that make Newton's laws wrong for the space that he was in? No. So just because you kind of elevate something doesn't make the previous something bad. 
right? Same thing if you're trading. You, you look at your trading style five years in the future from your trading style five years before. And initially you look at that and you're like, man, well, let, let's pretend you're not doing dumb stuff. Let's say you actually have like a legit trading strategy. But you look at it and you're like, man, that was stupid. Like, why was I doing that? Especially in comparison to what I'm doing now, this is much better. But ask yourself this question, right? Would you be able to get to the much better if you didn't start with the less better? And the answer is no. You started with something that was valid, but then you, as you got experience, right? And that's our technology, or maybe you actually got more technology, a better charting platform or a better indicator or a tool or whatever it may be, a better financial resource, right? You were able to build out that initial idea, expand it and make it better. But that new idea wouldn't be possible without the initial one, right? So it's important to realize like we need a starting point. A point. We need a starting point. That, that, all traders need a starting point. You're not, it's impossible to have that bigger idea without the starting point because the bigger idea is birth from the starting point. So don't try to get the bigger idea at once. In fact, it is impossible. You just don't have the, the capability to do it. You don't have the knowledge. But like George mentioned, start with something. Start with something. And then earn your mistakes, earn your knowledge, earn your intuition. Those are going to be the most important lessons that you can get and, 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 and build off of. I've done so much dumb stuff. And guess what it's taught me? It's taught me what dumb stuff not to do. So I just continually check off the dumb stuff. And eventually, I stopped doing most of the dumb stuff. <laughs> and when you stop doing most of the dumb stuff, you keep a lot more money. Hope you enjoyed the episode. The recording comes from one of our Monday Q&A sessions, which are my favorite sessions to host. It really allows us to kind of dig deep into the issues and the topics that our traders are working on or dealing with. If you're interested in joining one of our Q&A sessions, it is available with your membership. Just head over to www.tier1trading.com. You can check out the different packages, but I recommend the risk-free trial membership first. That way, you can check out the platform, you can see what the resources look like, you can join a few live sessions with zero risk attached, and make sure it's the right fit for you before making any type of investment. www.tier1trading.com, and I'll see you guys over there.